From the PSIA ASI Studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair. Great guest this evening, Jeff Krill is joining us. Uh, Jeff, I can't believe I'm going to be seeing you in a couple of days. It's great to be chatting with you. I uh, know I'm kind of psyched about the way the season snuck up on me, too. It's like back here in the east, all of a sudden, got snow. I had friends skinning up, you know, Cannon Mountain today. And all the peaks up here got snow on them. And yeah, and I'm going to be uh, on snow in a couple of days for team training. So I'm pretty psyched. And tell us about getting ready for tre- team training. What What are you doing physically to get in shape for that? But then what are you doing mentally to get ready for this season? Because as we get into this, I think we're going to find out that you have a lot of travel coming up. Yeah, you know, just in, you know, that just before the season gets kicked off, you know, it starts to get really cold and, you know, I'm trying to stand my, uh, my hand cycle a bunch, I'm doing some cold rides. actually rode in the, a little bit in the snow the other day up to Franconia Notch, you know, and just trying to keep on top of that as much as I can because you can get a little bit lazy right in that in-between season just as you're about to get into it. But, you know, just trying to stay as physically fit as possible and just uh, stay on top of that for myself. And the other piece to it is just the equipment, too. God, and all of a sudden, you start, where would I put this? Whereas that piece that I meant to work on a little bit, um, and, you know, for me as a sit skier, especially in the adaptive world, all of a sudden I feel like I'm trying to, like, rebuild the car right before, uh, you know, the season begins, making sure the shock's all tuned in, you know, make sure all the bolts are tight, you know, that kind of stuff. So a lot of tweaking sometimes. It goes into your equipment and you got to revisit it, you know. So physically, we're training, getting ready. We want to be fit and ready to go when the season starts. How about mentally, though? What are what are some tips you can give us to to really prepare for the interaction with people that I mean, we we really don't have that throughout the off season that we do during the winter. You know, you know, I, th- I think about that a lot. You know, because yeah, you know, once winter starts, it's full on, right? You know, you're you're interacting with people day in day out. You know, having to be on your game on the hill, always be you know fresh and um, you know trying to keep that that whole thing going, keeping the excitement of skiing going, you know, every single day when you're out there not only clinicking and working with your staff and your, your trainers and or then students as well. But you know what? It really just comes down to because you love the sport so much, I find that it's pretty easy to stay mentally engaged with it. You know, and that's that's really the difference. You know, when you truly love a sport and you really love what you're doing, it's it's pretty simple to keep your um your mental edge on it. I don't find that I get so burnt out on it because I love it so much. I just see the, the impact that it has and um, the good things that it does for a lot of people and the people I get to touch throughout the season. So I get really psyched about that. And that's something that just like, keeps me going day in, day out. You know, even for the long haul as, as the season goes into that, you know, 120, 130 days plus, you know, being out there on snow and working with people. Now, this is going to be a huge year for you. It's an inner ski year, uh, trip to Bulgaria in March. How are you preparing for that? You know, at this point, I think it hasn't even really hit me about what that <laughs> is, you know, making <laughs> making travel plans today, you know, and, and we were talking about just, you know, some of the logistics even um, in travel out there, a little different um, to, in trying to go to Bulgaria versus some of the other places in, in Europe, um, a little further away, not knowing some of the, the it's not one of the usual haunts that, we've all gone to, you know, in and around Europe in our, in our travel scene. So, um, yeah, um, I'm excited for it. I, I'm, I'm 
it's a new place for me. I think it's a new place for a lot of people on the team. So we're we're pretty excited about it and just what that's going to the information that we're going to gain when we get there. I mean, I know this year and you know versus other industries maybe that we've gone to, I feel like we've got so much to present, um, just from our own uh, materials that we produce. And also, I'm really excited about how much hopefully we're going to bring back. It's just going to influence that next generation of uh, materials that we're able to produce too. So. Yeah, I know on the adaptive side, you know, we just had a new manual come out, you know, now a year and a half ago. So being able to present that to the world, I'm really excited about that. I think that's going to have some huge impact on kind of teaching around the world too. And uh, just get a lot of other international folks who I haven't always gotten to interact with excited about what, uh, what the U.S. has done as far as ski teaching and adaptive. And I think all our team members feel that about all the materials you've been producing too. Now, Jeff, what is something that you're going to be working on uh, with your skiing that you really want to improve this season? Oh, you know, that's a really difficult question always to ask. You know, I think when you study the sport, there's always that 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 little tweak that um, you're playing with. You know, for me, it's always trying to improve different ways that I can turn the ski a little bit more efficiently in a lot of different conditions, you know, even based upon my own disability and, you know, maybe lack of function with my spinal cord injury. How can I always be a little bit stronger at maybe creating a, a better rotary mechanism in sort of off-piece conditions and things like that so I'm not getting tossed around. Maybe it's connectivity to the bucket, um, playing with different seating situations and, and just so I can have more performance. So it, it, sometimes it's not always just the physical can be even on the mechanical side of what you're trying to produce as far as the next piece of adaptive equipment that makes it work just that little bit better, gives you a little bit more sometimes. So yeah, it's always playing with those things. There's an engineering aspect and then there's also the understanding of what you're trying to do with your body. So I play with those things a tremendous amount, especially as an adaptive athlete. And I do that in all sports that I play in. Now, how about a people or communication skill that you would like to improve? Ooh, you know, with that one, I'm really looking forward to uh, perfecting, you know, my clinician skills. Always, every time I get in front of people, I, I think about how did I interact um, with them? Is there a better way that I could have um, gotten my point across to a, maybe a diverse population? And that, that's always a test, too, when you get the language barrier. Um, going on in inner ski. So how do you get these concepts across sometimes, um, not only from a, a language sense, but also then from a, a visual and almost like sign language sometimes because you're in front of people who don't necessarily understand what you're saying in English, or maybe you're using some usual ski lingo or slang that we might use here in the United States. And is that going to make sense to them in English, even though they, they may have a, a little bit of a grasp of it when we're presenting on the hill? So are you able to present it in a, in a I guess, in, so they can really decipher what you're trying to get as a point across so that it doesn't uh, come across incorrectly or they come out of it, you know, not really getting anything out of your clinic. So being more diverse in your presentation skills, um, not only from a physical and visual, um, but even from your, uh, the way that you actually speak to it. So, yeah, it, it's, it is, it's, definitely different when you get in front of an international crowd that makes any sense 
Now, I almost hate to ask this because the snow is so close, but I want to step away from the snow and just get a little personal with you. But uh, what's what's a, a high point for you from this past summer? What what good happened that you really remember? Uh, you know, there were a couple of great things. You know, I had a uh, um, couple of great experiences with some of uh, my students that I worked with, in particular in cycling and in water skiing. But, you know, one highlight was, you know, taking um, some pretty new cyclists to the sport and then ended up doing some 50-mile rides within a, a few weeks of them taking on the sport and then, um, you know, and building up towards a, a, a century ride that we did for um, – couple of great organizations around the East coast. So really building up a crew of, I don't know, long life passion, uh, cyclists, you know, in the disability community, that was, that was great. And, you know, and I see that building into this winter, in fact, and a couple of them are actually going to be coming out to, uh, ski spectacular, the adaptive national Academy, um, coming up in December. So that makes me pretty excited that, you know, you introduce somebody into one sport and all of a sudden they're finding the other sport, especially when it comes to skiing, is going to be their next passion. And so can't wait to create more of those addicts. It's one of my favorite things in the world to do. Uh, Jeff, you you sound like you're actually teaching year-round. Yeah, pretty much I am. You know, between, you know, the summer programs um, that I run, you know, water skiing, cycling, and fishing programs uh, out on Squam Lake here with uh, Eastern Adaptive Sports. Yeah, and I'm doing kind of being a clinician of some type or a teacher all the time, but you know, it's what I love to do. You know, it doesn't matter that it's just skiing. And that I actually think because I get to teach other sports, it helps me so much when it comes to beyond snow part, because I have a lot of different areas that I've taught in to draw focus to, you know, I'm also a soccer coach and um, I do that, you know, with the local community and kids and that has nothing to do with disability. And so, you know, I really have spent a lot of time just working as a, as a coach and a person that works in sports of all different types and styles. So I love being able to do that. It's, it's, it's what's so much fun about, I guess, coaching and teaching. You end up doing it in every aspect of your life. And Jeff, it's always a pleasure chatting with you. And I look forward to uh, talking with you in person in a couple of days. Yeah. can't wait. You know, I think the whole team and all is really excited to get out there and kick the season off and get this thing going. So bring it on. We're ready. Jeff Krill joining us on First Chair from the PSIA ASI Studios in Lakewood, Colorado. I'm George Thomas.